Hello and welcome to the Diary of a Sassy Gal Pal pod. Um, I'm your host, Eleanor Search, and it's just me today, no special guests. Um, I'm just going to do a little roundup of three chronic things that have happened to me and one sassy, and then I've got a word of the week. I mean, the first chronic thing you can probably actually hear, I've got a cold. Um, I'm going to Bali in three and a half weeks, so I went for some vaccinations at Boots. Um, I don't think I even needed this vaccine, um, but I was really stressing out that I would get it. The pharmacist was like, you actually don't need the vaccine, you're not there long enough. And I said, well, it it only takes one mosquito to bite me, and then next minute I've got Japanese encephalitis. I don't actually think it works that way. Um, But I was pretty stressed, so I went for the vaccine, and it's given me really horrible side effects um I've just got a really bad cold and sore throat so that is the first chronic thing but um when I was there the pharmacist said oh you could also have the rabies vaccine um but we've got a national shortage so I was like well where am I supposed to get this vaccine from do I even need it she said well you don't need it unless you're going to go up to like random dogs and stroke them and then they'll bite you and then you need to go get treated straight away and I thought okay I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to ignore the ignore the dogs. Um, the rabies vaccine is three injections of like a hundred pound each, so it is like three hundred pounds. Um, and I'd already spent two hundred pounds having the Japanese encephalitis vaccine, um, so I thought I don't really want to spend five hundred pounds in boots on this one day. Well, I couldn't spend it in boots because there was just shortage of rabies vaccine, so I would have had to go to this random other place. Um, but then once I got home, all I've done now is Google. Um, rabies barley and read all these blogs from people who are like oh yeah I was just playing on the beach chilling on the beach and a a dog came over and I started playing with it and then I realized it bit me and then I had to go get treatment but then there was a shortage of rabies treatment in some of the clinics in Bali so we recommend you get um vaccinated before so that obviously been stressing about that and then I google I think well there's probably not that many people that many dogs with um rabies in Bali so I google like rate of rabies in Bali and it's like Bali is currently going through a they used a word it wasn't pandemic and I don't think it was epidemic it was a word like that basically a random rise in rabies cases in their animals so I don't know hopefully I won't get rabies when I go there but at least I know I won't now get Japanese encephalitis because I've been vaccinated for that um so that is the first chronic thing so the other chronic thing that happened this week, um, so when I realised I was in my late 20s, um, because my parents said, oh, what you want for your birthday? And I said, oh, um, I think I want cruise control installed in my car. I think that would be really useful for all the long journeys that I do. And then I suddenly thought, no, I'm not 102. I'm not someone's dad. I don't drive an estate. I absolutely do not need cruise control. That is just actually quite tragic. And I feel like a bit embarrassing to be like driving around like oh yeah I've got cruise control in my car so I said actually no thank you don't need that um but that was chronic the second chronic thing of the week and the third chronic thing of the week um so as I've mentioned not feeling very well from the Japanese encephalitis vaccine and I went for a walk with my mum on Saturday and I thought I'd already put a hair mask in. So my hair was all like clipped up, but it was like crispy where the hair mask had like dried and gone like crunchy. So my hair was in like one solid piece clipped in like a clip, like a claw clip thing. I looked terrible. 
but I thought, oh, it doesn't matter. I'm only going for a walk with my mum, won't see anyone. And then she decides to stop and talk to every single person that we walk by and not just like, oh, hey, like we know each other. It's like, hey, oh, how are you? Oh, I'm thinking of rejoining the choir. Let's talk about this in depth. It was awful. I probably had to stand around at least 10 times while she chatted to 10 different people. Then she went into the charity shop, which was so busy. I waited outside. Um, and then we had to go into Tesco. So every single person in the whole of Burnham has seen me with crispy hair clipped up. I looked in absolute state and I looked ill. Um, it was just, it was tragic. I I won't be doing that again. I won't be going for a walk when I don't feel well in case, well, I will on my own, but not with anyone else in case there's a high risk of bumping into other people and having to chat to them. Um, and then the fourth chronic thing. So my neighbours across the road, um, they've got three cars and three people live in the house, a mum and dad and like a 20 year old child. Um, their driveway does fit the three cars, but there's always, if you're going to have three on there, there's always going to be one that's blocked in by another one. And rather than just park like that or one person park on the road every night they all walk outside and literally play play tetris moving the cars back and forth um and where our living room is their car headlights just shine into the living room so if i'm ever sat in the living room and they start to play tetris i just get blinded have to draw the curtains so they're a bit weird and they wash their car every single week without fail they're absolutely obsessed um And they also take it in turns to store one of the cars in the garage at all times. So, well, unless it's on the drive and then they're doing Tetris. But kind of each week they rotate and like one car gets a treat of like being in the garage. I don't know why, if they want to like preserve the paint. They haven't exactly got like, the cars aren't bad, but they're not like Ferraris or anything that you need to like protect. Just like a normal car. You don't really need to bother keeping that in the garage. But they all take it in turns to store one in the garage they all take it in turns to like wash the car and have them immaculate and they all take it in turns to who gets to park on the front of the driveway where they can easily get out um so they're them and their car situations kind of annoy me um are they just a bit weird and then i was sat in the living room and i thought oh my god they're about to play car tetris again and their son goes to uni so he kind of comes back to visit at like weekends but not exactly all of the time every time he's ever visited at the weekend I've watched him leave, not not in a creepy way, I just happened to be looking out the window. Um, and when he leaves, like, he just kind of walks out the door, shuts the door, gets into his car and drives off. His parents never stand there and, like, wave. Um, but this week, I looked out the window and thought they were about to play Tetris, but they weren't. And he had a girl with him. So this girl gets into the car, I'm guessing it's his girlfriend, and they've both been back to, like, visit. Um, I've never seen her before, so I think she's, like, a new girlfriend. Um, And this week, when he's leaving, his parents both decide to, like, crowd in the gap of the door and wave to him continuously while they're both getting into the car. And then as they drive off, they continue waving until he's, like, long gone into the distance. And I just thought, that is actually so embarrassing. (laughs) Like... Fair enough if your parents always do that, but his parents never waved to him. He must be mortified. The fact that they stood there causing an absolute scene, waving him down the street after they'd all took it in turns to play Tetris, all took it in turns to to store their car in the garage and all took it in turns to wash their car. He must have left thinking that his new girlfriend must think him and his family are absolute weirdos. Well, from where I was sitting, which was in the living room being blinded by the headlights, they did look like weirdos.
So that was the fourth chronic thing of the week. And I'd say a sassy thing of the week. Um, So my friend was ordering a takeaway in Bristol and she sent me a screenshot and it was um, called Chronic Fried Chicken. I don't know if she ordered from this shop. I think she just saw it on on, um, Uber Eats. But yeah, there's a place called Chronic Fried Chicken and one of their items on the menu is a chronic brownie. So I might contact them and say that word is copyright. That is my word. If you're using it in the actual definition, like the real definition of chronic is obviously like a a long, well, it's used kind of like long-term illness or I don't know what the actual definition is, but it's not something I'd want associated with my fried chicken or my brownie. So I don't know. They, I think they stole my word and knew that it was being used um, in a sassier way and then invented a whole takeaway around it. Um, which leads me on to my word of the week. My word, word of the week this week is rural, not in the sense of countryside. Well, kind of, but obviously you'd say, oh, um, it's quite rural where I live or we're going to this destination. It's quite rural. So there's not a lot around. No, I want to use it in a new way, which was inspired. Someone else used it this way to describe a person. So someone's really outdoorsy and adventurous. they probably, they might drive a camper van or they might do loads of hikes or they might do lots of camping or they might like kayak or I don't know, do like ultra marathons. But they also probably would own a waterproof coat. They also probably know how to use one of them like gas stove things that you use when you're camping. So you describe them as rural. Oh, she was really rural. Or I don't know, if my mum put on, like, a waterproof coat, I'd be like, mum, why do you look so rural today? Um, My mum has now started using the word. I don't know if she quite understands it because she cleaned the fridge out. And I said, oh, it looks really nice and tidy in there. And she said, yeah, the fridge was looking really rural. I had to do something about it. And I thought, oh, don't know if you've used that in the right way, mum. But, yeah, don't know what next week's word of the week is going to be. I will let you know next week. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed it, please share it with your friends. Follow my new Insta. Um, actually, follow the pod because the more followers I get on Spotify, um, the better. Um, and, oh, yeah, if you can rate it five stars, that would be wonderful. And if you don't rate it five stars, then you're a very rural person. <laughs>